trying to get information. You know, then it becomes more complicated. But I see. Most of the time, it's not complicated. Kind of like today, and it's not complicated. It's just, it's just like it is. And there's the things. There's the the sideways stripes of light coming in. Not really hitting anything in particular, kind of everything in general. So there's that kind of color in the room. The air has the color uh, in it. It's part of the whole uh, ritualistic uh, practice of um, sipping a warm beverage and, and uh, pressing the feet against the and having birthday cards and uh, uh, <laughs> pumpkin seeds. And, uh, it's 8.49 a.m. Saturday, March the 2nd, 2024. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. The Bill and Diane. No, do 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 do. What what happened to the do do do? You know you're contractually obligated to put in some do 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 do. Okay, well that's that's less than effective, I would say. That's my opinion, but that's just me. I'm only the co-creator of the the entire. You're the primary creator of this thing. I don't do dinkus. I just sit here and say weird stuff. I know. And then you Well then you, you always you provide all the content. I just provide uh, witty quips and insertions of lunacy uh, at inappropriate moments. I always think about how you describe the fairy lights and the flex <clears throat> yeah, and the, so blah blah. And parts. and I was thinking, well what would ever happen? I mean it would be a pretty sad day if that was not happening in there. The fairy flex and the, yeah. and the little lights and the twinklies and the Yeah. The, then yeah. we'd you know, it'd probably be an apocalyptic kind of thing. It would be a barren uh, gray landscape, Diane, uh, devoid of life and, uh, and fun fun. Yeah. yeah. That would be bad, Bill. Well, yeah. It's been a, another in a series of odd bodkin uh, weeks here in Lake Abundance. Over to you. Odd bodkin. Odd bodkin. What is a bodkin? I must look it up. Well, I'll do it. You, you, you were supposed to be talking now. Well, I thought that a bodkin was like a it's, knife, it's a, wasn't oh, it? Oh, was it a knife? Bodkin. Oh, it's a needle. A blunt, thick needle with a large eye used especially for drying tape or cord through a hen. It says... Definition, dagger, stiletto, a sharp, slender instrument for making holes in cloth. An ornamental hairpin is shaped like a stiletto. A blunt needle with a large eye for drawing tape or ribbon through a loop or hem. That's a bodkin? There, there you go. That's. Uh, it's been that kind of week. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say that the reason why I thought it was a knife was because of the Hamlet soliloquy that says his quietus make with a bare bodkin, you know. Yes, yes. But now that I know, (laughs) because I feel like I hope it was the stiletto 
sword knife type of thing I, and not a needle. I had it pictured as a as an article of clothing. You know? Doesn't it sound like an article of clothing? Yeah, it does. Hey, nice bodkin. Where'd you get that fancy bodkin? That bodkins are us. Yeah. All of these words that fall out of disfavor. Right. But they fall out of my mouth regardless. <laughs> That's uh, true. Kind of random intervals. Well, and, we always make up words on the spot. You well, know? well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been kind of a wobadoba week. <laughs> it has been wobadoba. You're right. All right, over to you. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think that the biggest part of our week has been the continuing construction on our home, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're we're right on the verge of bathtub, right? We're like on the, yeah on the verge of bathtub. We're on the verge of having our shower as it is now, which is really the only thing left in the downstairs bathroom, cut into chunks and hauled out of here. It might even be today that that happens. Oh so. my gosh. Could be today. It could be or yeah. might not be. But we don't have any tile yet, right? It's on No, it's that, on that's coming this week. Okay. I think it's coming on our anniversary. No way. Yeah, March 7th. March 7th. You know, I just have to say that it Do seems you? like a lot of things that are important have happened in March really? for us. Hmm. Hmm. You know? Yeah. It's not only our anniversary no. of the most delicious dream, right? But it's also uh, it was you recorded two albums <laughs> in March, and yeah. we're having this upcoming MS benefit. Uh, that's songs in March. Built. That's in March, oh. and yeah. I feel like wow, March. What's yeah. going on with March? March and October seem to be big it's, it's times for yeah. us. True, so, true, true, true. it really makes you wonder about the uh, chronological things that happen in our lives and whether they all have some sort of pattern and we are just totally unaware of them, yeah. usually. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you look at a string of things that happen in March and you start thinking, whoa. Yeah. Anyway. It's kind of weird. It's, it's weird. It's kind of sci-fi. It's pretty sci-fi. 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 But I mean, even having the construction being done in our house and having the the primary things happen in March that we're hoping to see. I mean, the rest of the stuff, it was really cool to see all the outside stuff yes. happening. Yes. But there's something so intimate about the sanctum of your home being yes. repaired in a wonderful way, yeah. you know? Because you know it's going to be better. It's going to be better. It's going to be cool stuff. And we get to use it. We get to I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Shower upstairs and bath downstairs. And it's going to be ah, ham and eggs. Good stuff. So, but you're supposed to be talking now. Well, no. I mean, I just, a lot of the things that have happened to me are so internal this week. Uh, especially in regards to aging, which I think about a lot, as people who have been tracking the show would know. But the reason why I've been thinking about it a lot is that I had a call 
from one friend who needed some assistance this week. I got a, an email or a, a text from another, and they're both younger than me. One quite a bit younger than me, the other uh, maybe, I don't know, 15 20. years younger than me. Okay. And it was so interesting because... Uh, they both were asking my advice and I would say my comfort on different aspects of their lives. And I was thinking how interesting it is uh, on that same day that those two, because these, the call and the uh, text both came on the same day. And on that same day, um, we, we were seeing uh programs that were basically showing how people can get caught up in wanting to stay relevant in the in the grand scheme of the world right and i thought it was so fascinating because it was like the the comparison of being uh, because I was totally available for the call. I was totally available to to write back and forth with my friend who was needing some assistance in that way. And, and I felt like this is what, if you accept your mantle of age, right. that you are able to do, that you are able to be of assistance to people who are really in the fray of life. And I was just thinking back on my the the people in my life who had been that way mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. uh, specifically my mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mother was such a, a great listener and a wise guide in my life. And quite frankly, when when she got to the part in her dementia that she was no longer... Um, available for that role for me her role had changed and shifted but she couldn't even really hear me or talk to me at that point and I really felt it I mean I felt it in my bones that I no longer had this wise guide in my life and I actually was thinking I gotta find somebody who's who's older than me who can serve in that and I was I was feeling really bereft of it so knowing how I felt about that I thought I get to be in that role for other people if they want me to be you know and that is uh I so I was talking to you about this because I was thinking how funny it is I mean, on that same day, I heard about the death of a, of a person I'd worked a long, long, long time with that I respected, but that person was always so about the accolades and awards of life and was able to garner those, and, but made his whole life about that. And, and I was just thinking, he worked to the time of his death and there was just something that made me feel like I felt sorry that he didn't have this this period of time where he wasn't all about the accomplishment because then um, I mean 
I've, I've spoken of this so often. It's silly, but... Um, silly, Diane? Well, I mean, it, it is in my mind a lot, though. The arc of a life. Right. And you really can see it's like the swelling of the action of your life and then how things gradually taper off. And I think that a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I'm no longer in the fray. This is terrible. But in fact, I think it is such a gift at the end of your life to be able to be out of the fray and be able to help those who are in it because they are the next generation, the next wave that's coming through, and they need the assistance. And we will never be able to imagine their world, but we can be there to be the wise and kind listeners of their woes, to be able to just give them some calm and peace, knowing that life goes on in a way. So I guess that's the, the main thing that has been on my mind this week. And it has been so bolstered by different things that we've watched and um, mostly about people who continue to try to be relevant when they no longer can be, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I'm thinking particularly, we've been watching a series called Truman and uh, uh, Capote and the Swans. And... and it was just showing how all these people were so fearful of falling out of fashion and style because they based their whole lives on being the trendsetters, you know? Right. So. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's been kind of my, my observations of the week I at see. hand. I but see. the other thing is that I've been this morning just kind of revisiting some things from our anniversary um yeah. because i have to say do you? i do have to say <laughs> yeah. i'm compelled okay it's, i'm driven say it. to say say <laughs> i never thought i would find a relationship that would remain as as passionate and fun as the the first flushes of the love appearing and actually be more more passionate and more fun as the years go by more flushies <laughs> yeah. yeah i didn't think so i would either so i feel like mr lucky man here comes mr lucky man yeah. goes down to his lucky car Drives down to the Lucky Bar. He's luckier than you by far, <laughs> Mr. Lucky Man. Are you going down to the bar? No. No. This is my Lucky Bar right here. I'm in it. I'm there. Anyway, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like uh, I've got this nice little zone now that I get to hang out in that is uh, it's it's like made for contemplation it's like it's it's custom made for doing the things that I care about doing now and it's like it's been it's it's like you realize well I've been making this my whole life 
I've been making this. That's right. And here it is. And uh, it feels good. It feels good. And it and it's strange. The reason that the this impending concert thing is so strange is because it it's dragging me backwards, you know, into where I was and not where I am. So that yeah. just that there's an oddness to that that I I can totally see that. Yeah, that 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 just does that just registers. It's not an un- Pardon me, I'm having a drink of coffee. It's not unpleasant, but I've not had this Ew, boy phenomenon in my life. It's good coffee before, where I'm thinking about something that's no longer. Uh, with me like I like I had a leg leg cut off or something like that and dwelling in that is it's you know I'm listening to my songs and stuff and it's wild it's wild that it's that it's not that it's no longer current but it's it's not where I am now is is feels almost better because it's uh it's it's whatever my imagination makes it into. It's like being a kid. It's not like being a kid, but it is like being a kid. A, a, a gimped out kid. A kid <laughs> with problems. There's <laughs> a boy with a problem. Everybody knows. You know, he's a boy with a problem. And everybody knows about Bill's problem. Oh, well. Well, I do think that this period of life is a little like being a kid again. Yes. Uh, Just uh, the ability to do what you want to and not have to uh, answer to to some authority telling you what to do all the time. Right. I I was just apologizing to my son because he had texted me on my birthday and I never responded to it. I was like, oh, there's Jake. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But I didn't say that to him. I just said it in my life. And then, you know, so it can be uh, problematic. But the problems are not big problems. They're just, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it because it's still kind of unfolding. But being able to, and it it sounds boring when I talk about it. Well, that's why. But the phenomenon. Yeah. Of being able to uh, wander around in poetry is the most luxurious feeling I can remember having, uh, because it's 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 where I live, you know, and I've not I've not ever had um, the kind of liberty to be able to just you know do it. I don't know. It's weird. Man. But I feel like it, it bugs me that I can't play the guitar because I feel like I, what would I be, what kind of songs would I be writing out of this, out of this time? Because it's unlike any time I've had before. Although it's got, it, it kind of has a little bit of a resonance of, of childhood and the kind of inactive activity that you did as a child. But it's not, the, it's, it isn't that. Because it's got a you know, sixty years of you know, other stuff, underneath it. Anyway, I, I see it. You try to describe it, and you end up kind of bozoing off into a weird. Well, that's what I was even thinking about when I was talking about my observations yeah. in my head this week. Yeah. 
but it's good is what I'm saying. It's good and it's wild and it's sad and it's uh, abundant and it is uh, it's full of everything that's ever been and uh, that's there's still new stuff going on and you know and it's it's uh, it waits for you if you slow down if you speed up it stays with you it's I don't know well it's so funny because as you were talking about the poetry and and trying to explain this I thought oh man a a poet it absolutely described what I was trying to describe in that pithy, wonderful way that poets have that I don't. I just ramble on. Uh-huh. But the poet was Yeats. Uh-huh. And what did Bill say? And he said, and of course it's all from the masculine point of view, but I still feel the the, the content. My 50th year had come and gone. I sat a solitary man in a crowded London shop, an open book and an empty cup on the marble tabletop. While on the shop and street I gazed, my body of a sudden blazed. And 20 minutes more or less, it seemed so great my happiness that I was blessed and could bless. Yeah. I just think that that, That's it. you know, so great is my happiness right now that I am blessed and I can bless. Right. And that is a, that is a much better way of, of putting what I was experiencing this week yeah. than anything I said. Well. Which is why I'm so, uh, so enamored of being able to live around the poetry on the periphery with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I like it, Diane. I like it. Well, and another... It suits me. Another thing that I was just reading you a Nils Peterson poem this morning. Oh, and, yeah. and I was thinking, man, you know, I just the post that Nils puts on his page, he posts some poem almost every day. And so I'm always having a poem in my morning, no matter what. And also he sends his, uh, his, emails. his emails as well. Yeah. And the thing that I love about the poetic life is that, that the poets who are sharing with you allow you to deepen into your day immediately you know into yeah. like you're seeing something not, in the it's morning not, it's not and, like you have to do this first or that first or the other thing yeah. first before you have this yeah as your reward you get your some, reward right at the top some depth of thought to start your day and get you um thinking about your own thoughts and i think that that's the <laughs> the odd thing about talking about our lives right now because whenever we've done the bill and diane show we've always been making observations of life we even when we were more active Uh and talking about a lot more stuff stuff but but i would actually say that my inner life is is so heightened right now and that's what i love about this period of time is not having to interrupt those thoughts and the depth that you can go to in your head 
with, oh my God, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've action, action, action. Well, I've got to build this so. morning ahead because I have to take a shower. So that's going to be, I'll probably have to take a nap after that. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of activity. And uh, so there's that going on. Well, I just don't remember when I was young, people, uh, the older people in my life, talking much about uh, what they were experiencing. Yeah. But, but I do know that my grandfather Schulstead and my grandmother Schulstead had a very different uh, experience of age. And that because my grandfather, Shulstead, he didn't say a lot, mm -hmm. but he just glowed with contentment and happiness yeah. all the time. You could just see it in you pictures. You could see it in his, in his face in the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Whereas my grandmother, Shulstead, she was a lot more concentrated on what wasn't right. You know, the, I can't do this anymore, or, um, you know, she would she would feel discontent a lot more. So it really gave me uh, two points of view of how you could be handling age. Um, and I really love the, uh, you know, I've, I'm following in my grandfather Schulstead's footsteps. Bingo. Bingo, baby. That's it. Music. Music. You talk about the music. Well, this is uh, when I first heard the song. Uh, by Postal Service, uh, Such Great Heights, which everybody knows uh, now. Uh, when it first came across my desk at the radio station, I was like, oh, baby, this is perfect. This is perfect. And I think I sent it to you like, before I'd even played it on the radio. But I played it on the radio, and the, it became fairly popular. It was in regular rotation. I don't know. I had no clue where I was, whether songs were popular elsewhere. <laughs> I was just programming this one little radio station in Chelan, Washington. So uh, it was just, it was a wonderful song. You'd hear it come on and you'd be like, oh, you can't mistake it. When you hear it begin, you know what, what's coming. And I like that about it. And then the other one is one that you kind of brought more into the into the fray than I did, which is... That Mark Cohn song. Well, the way that I... Well, first of all, I wanted to say how I experienced such great heights because you sent it to me. Yeah. And and you said it was the perfect song for us. And it has remained the perfect song because it says they will see us waving from such great heights. Come, Come down, down now. now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything looks perfect from far away. Come down now. But we'll, but stay. we'll stay. <laughs> stay. Thank you. And we'll we stay. have. We have stayed. We have stayed. We have stayed. <laughs> and now we have a window to look out of <sighs> such great heights. Yeah. Um, in our bathroom. Upstairs bathroom, we have this, and you know it's perfect for me because I you know, I need to get up and move around every once in a while. I'll be sitting and writing or reading or whatever, and I'll get up and now I have a place to go, where I can look out into the trees. Into the branches. Before the... our bathroom, we may have already said this, yeah. but the bathroom w window was frosted right. and it was sliding uh, it vertically. It slid sideways. It didn't slide up and down. But and I can, now I can open the window, stick my head out, 
check what's going on, get a couple of breaths of fresh. I just think it's it's so wonderful wonderful that best best view in the house. It really does feel like such great heights up there. So because you're you're in the trees. Yeah, you're in it. And then you can look up, and the trees are still going up Those and up and up. The trees are going way, oh way my up. Gosh! And the other day, when it was super windy, I was standing there, and you could watch these big trees sway all the way down to the bottom. You could see yeah. the trunks moving back and forth, and you realize this is these are like blades of grass. You know, they're just they just are made to to sway, made to blow in the wind and sway. And, not a problem, not a stress. It's just this how they're built to do that. Well, they're like sails. And you called like, to me. You said, Diane, come <laughs> up here. And yeah. we watched the trees dance for a while. That was great. It was great, man. It was great. Yeah. Well, in any event, oh. uh, it was not only the such great heights, but at the time it was perfect for us because we were, uh, at the beginning of our relationship, we were long distance. Yeah. And so that the part about missing the person was very real during those times. And I used to play that song when I'd be driving out to Twisp, you know. Um, and, and it was our, the beginning of our relationship was kind of wondrous in a way because most relationships you're together physically and our relationship we were not Mm -hmm. and yet we were so uh i mean you came up with the wonderful concept of uh of doing audio blogs for me Mm -hmm. you know just and i think that's the whole start of the audio blog situation situation wasn't it yeah and the, the precursor to the bill and diane show well, the precursor to your own audio blogs, which was the precursor to the Bill and Diane show. Yeah. But for at that time, I would listen to the... You would send me something every morning, and I would listen to it, I don't know, like six times, you know, just because I wanted to hear your voice. I, I wanted to... And I found that by listening to it frequently, I really got to know you. Um, you know how when people are conversing, sometimes your mind is, you're hearing it, but it's also kind of going back by a little fast. Yeah, you know? and you're responding to it in your mind also. Right. You're reacting to it. So by being able to just listen to it and listen to it again, I really felt like I started to absorb exactly what you were saying. And we were also writing to each other a lot. And because of that, I think we developed a stronger bond during a time where a lot of people say, oh, you can never have a long-distance relationship work, yeah. you know. But it really worked for us because uh, we were long-distance for about a year and a half, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was quite an, an interesting experience. It was unique in my experience and uh, but still and my story about true companion is uh, a pretty poignant one as well i i actually heard the song the first time when i was in an ikea uh furniture shop oh i see the symbolism you do no oh (laughs) 
no, the but the reason why I bring it up is I was in this place, I was looking for something, and I started hearing this song that I could tell I really liked the music. I'd never heard the song before. Right. And there was a, I, all I could hear was True Companion. That I couldn't hear any of the other lyrics. I, I just heard True Companion. So when I came home, I looked up on Google True Companion and found the song and listened to it. And I started sobbing when I heard the song. Um, Because during that period of time, I was um, on my own. And and I started talking to my my father who had died. And I said, why couldn't I find this? That was the only thing in my life that mattered to me. Why could I not find it? Then I called my mom and I told her the words of the song. And it was even more poignant for me because for my mom, you know, thinking about my mother and father who had a love story that went on for almost 50 years. Um, well, I think it did go on for 50 years, but they were just about ready to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. So when my father died. And and thinking about the ending of this song, speaking about them, you know. Right. And, uh, and I just was sobbing on the phone to my mom and saying the same thing as I did to my dad. Um, and so when you came into my life, I just felt like it's the, the, the entire thing in my life that I wanted was us. So the whole thing, the that's whole it. Thing. You didn't yeah. want like a sandwich or anything? Or? <laughs> well, what I'm, <laughs> you know, how some people, they really want, uh, they want to be relevant. Right. They want to be the. They, be the, the, they be famous. An influencer. Uh, they want to have money. They want to have uh, power or whatever. Yeah. But all I wanted was what my parents exemplified, which was a true love that lasted for fifty years. You think we're going to make it to fifty years? No. No. But this is our sixteenth anniversary coming up, right? It's the 16th. So that's only, we only got what, uh, 44 years left? <laughs> no, no, 34 years. We only have to like, hang around another 34 years. See, so 34, 66, and it'd be 100. We lived, if I lived to be 100, and you lived to be whatever you'd be, 102, <laughs> then, <laughs> then, then <laughs> and only then can we really you know truly exemplify uh, no. no oh no 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 oh, okay well we can aspire to what i meant was yeah. uh just that that i i watched in my own life a wonderful <laughs> bill is all of a sudden the sun started shining in through the window while we're talking yeah while you were as talking if, as this if, happens a lot as if blessing the, yes, the blessing our sentiments, yes. but uh, just that idea of of 
having the center focus of your life be love. And Maybe not. that's why everything else is so nice. Maybe that's why I feel like uh, this idyllic kind of day-to-day that I've been building my whole life, you know, the missing ingredient was you. I would definitely say that that is the truth. You were the missing link. You, Diane. You! <laughs> you, and you. Your, you and your fairy dust was all that was missing. Like the, it was like the, the active ingredient. The, uh, you know. Anyway, that's... Yeah. yeah. Th- that's why the True Companion became such a important song for me. But in a lot of ways, there I just feel like it's just a beautiful melody and uh i mean that's what first attracted me to the song and i've got the schnuffles now you've got the schnuffles just what are you sick or something no just talking about this stuff is hard it's emotional emotional it's not hard it's just well yeah i mean it's hard let's say it's hard to get through without getting getting the schnuffles for me yeah it's because i'm Tears are always ready to spring to the surface in my life. Whee! So, in good ways, and yeah. when I'm touched, not yes. not from sadness. So, right. on to the music. On to the the ongoing.
Baby, I've been searching like everybody else Can't say nothing different about myself Sometimes I'm an angel and sometimes I'm cruel And when it comes to love, I'm just another fool Yes, I'll climb a mountain I'm gonna swim the sea There ain't no act of God, girl Could keep you safe from me My arms are reaching out Out across this canyon I'm asking you to be my true companion True companion True companion So don't you dare and try to walk away I got my heart set on our wedding day I've got this vision of a girl in white Made my decision that it's you, all right When I take your hand I watch my heart set sail I'll take my trembling fingers And I'll lift up your veil Then I'll take you home And with wild abandon Make love to you just like a true companion You are my true companion I got a true companion Oh, true companion When the years have done irreparable harm I can see us walking slowly arm in arm Just like that couple on the corner do Cause girl, I will always be in love with you When I look in your eyes I'll still see that spot Until the shadows fall Until the room grows Then when I leave this earth I'll be with the angels standing I'll be out there waiting for my true companion Just for my true companion True companion True companion